On this episode, we're going to be talking about our trip to Wild Adventures yesterday, how we word things to God to try and get our own way, and my time as a Marvel superhero. I'm Daniel Wilbanks, and I used to think I was a very ordinary dad, but I'm on a journey to find the extraordinary in my life. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Um, I know this is coming out a little later than usual, but that's because we took a trip to Wild Adventures yesterday as a family, and we got back very late. Normally I record on Saturday nights, and we didn't get back in until close to 11, so I was ready to go to bed. I was worn out. I'd been going around the park chasing kids all day, and I decided I was going to wait until this afternoon to record. So if you're one of those people who watches or listens right when it comes out, then I'm sorry it's a little later than usual, but it's going to be a great time. We had a blast at Wild Adventures yesterday. It was myself, Amanda, Amanda's mom, one of our best friends and her kids, and then Lucy brought one of her best friends, Allie, along. So each kid had somebody right around their same age that they could play with, and we had a really good adult-to-kid ratio, so we were able to split up with the different age groups and do things that were appropriate. And if you haven't been to Wild Adventures in Valdosta, Georgia, it's a really good park. Don't sleep on it. It's not Disney, but it's it's got this feel almost like a giant fair. That's better. Plus, it has a water park. They have some really good shows, and they put on good concerts. And the tickets are very affordable, very inexpensive. So I would highly recommend it. It was very fun. Everybody had a blast. And I can't wait until we go again. This was one of the first trips, I think, where nobody had a major meltdown or was super stressed. So today, I want to talk to you about my time as a Marvel superhero. You see, after high school, I tried to pursue, pursue a career in acting and in modeling. So I went and got my technical degree in acting and modeling from a place called John Casablanca's in Jacksonville. And when I did this, I got an agent. And her name was Penny. She would call and give me these jobs. And she had a way of describing the jobs to where I was very, very excited to work them. I remember one of the first jobs I got, she called, and she was like, Daniel, they told me that Quicksilver needs somebody to model for them. And you were the guy I thought of. Because if you remember from a couple episodes ago, Puka Shell, ripped jeans, flip-flops, I looked like a surfer guy. And I was like, oh, wow, Penny, this is awesome. I can't believe you did this for me. I'm so excited to do this. Where's the address? So she gave me the address, and the address was a mall in Jacksonville. I was like, Penny, this doesn't sound like a Quicksilver fashion show. And she's like, oh, no, it's not Quicksilver fashion show. It's a back-to-school fashion show. So I was like, well, well, what am I modeling? She's like, oh, they'll tell you when you get there. So I got there, and it wasn't a Quicksilver outfit I was modeling. It was a pair of shoes made by Quicksilver from PacSun and modeling some of their back-to-school stuff in the middle of the mall just while everybody shopped. So what it turned out to be something that I thought was going to be an amazing day working with Quicksilver and fashion designers was me walking down a runway in the middle of a mall with a bunch of little kids with backpacks on. But I was like, hey, it's the first job. You never know who's going to be shopping or who's going to see me. This could turn out to be bigger than I ever could imagine. Somebody could notice me and I could be found. So I didn't think too much of it. And then the next job, bigger and better, right? Penny calls and she says, hey, I got a call 
from Chick-fil-A promotions, and they need somebody to be on CBS Sports and CSS TV. And I was like, whoa, this is big. I'm going to be on TV. It's like, Penny, you are the best. This is awesome. I went and bought a red shirt because I was like, they're going to have me on TV eating a chicken sandwich, talking about eat more chicken and giving them a million dollar smile. I was so excited. And I showed up to the job. And the lady came out with Chick-fil-A promotions. She said, you must be the guy for the modeling agency. And I was like, that's me. And she hands me this huge Rubbermaid container and says, here you go. Here's the suit. That's right. The cow suit. I was in the Chick-fil-A cow. But also with the suit, she handed me this giant ice vest. She's like, make sure you put this on because you can only stay in the suit for 15 minutes because of how hot it is. So this wasn't exactly what Penny had advertised. It paid really well, so I was pretty excited about that. And I was on TV, but you wouldn't know it. You'd only know it if you saw a Chick-fil-A cow shuffling left to right and swinging his arms back and forth. And that was probably like 2008, so it's been a while. But I was like, you know what? It's a stepping stone. Something else is going to come up. Something better. So when I was sitting at home one day, and Penny called and said, Daniel, I just got off the phone with Marvel, and they need somebody to make an appearance as Spider-Man, swing through, sign some autographs, stay a little while, talk to some kids, sign some more autographs, and then take off. I was like, Penny, Marvel Promotions wants me? Because that was the key word when she said it. It was Marvel Promotions. And if you ever have an agent and they say the word promotions, it's probably not as big as you think, but I was excited. I said, give me the address, I'll be there. And she was like, oh, by the way, if anybody asks how tall you are, you're 5'10". Because 5'10 was the minimum height. And I'm like 5'8 and a half, 5'9 if I'm wearing Crocs. So I had to lie about how tall I was, but I was so excited. And I get the address. I don't think too much about it. The soup comes in the mail. It is a legit Spider-Man suit. So when I look up the address the day of the event, and I go to travel, it turns out that this wasn't a big red carpet event. This wasn't anything major. I was at a super Walmart in Lake City, Florida, signing autographs for a couple of hours and trying to avoid being molested by old ladies who were coming in and asking me way too many inappropriate questions about how tight the suit was. But in every one of these instances, Penny would word it like it was fantastic. Like, I had this big job coming up, and I got so excited. And then one day she called, and she said, Hey, HBO was filming a movie. They're going to be in Jacksonville, and they need some actors to come. You're going to be an extra. And I was like, Oh, cool. I'm going to be an extra on a movie. This is getting better and better. So I showed up, and it was exactly what she said. I was an extra on a movie. But you can barely see me. It's like, where's Waldo? When I was there, a couple of cool things happened, though. I bumped into Kevin Spacey in a hallway. And being the very intelligent, very cool guy that I am, we bumped into each other and I went, what's up? And I walked my own way. But one day when I was in wardrobe, we had to get fitted for our costumes. And then we all got fed lunch. And we were sitting there and I saw this bald guy eating by himself. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go sit with this guy because he looks pretty lonely. So I sat with him. We had a great conversation. 
And it was a really good time. Like we talked for a little while and then we went about our days. And one day when my brother was over at the house, I saw him watching the show X-Files. And I was like, oh, I had lunch with that guy. And it turned out the guy I ate lunch with was on the X-Files. So that was really cool. Like I, I sat and ate with somebody who was a bigger celebrity than I knew. And I didn't even know who they were. But that was a really cool experience that after the fact I looked back on and it was really, really cool. But I said all that to talk about Penny and the way she worded things. Because the way that everything, every time was worded was that it got me excited. And it made me feel like this was exactly what I signed up for. And even though they weren't really big things at all, they were things that she made sound perfect. But when I got there, they weren't perfect at all. And sometimes we do that with God. And we do that in our prayer life. We try and word our own desires and our own thoughts and our own wishes to sound like they line up with God's will. But they really don't. All we're doing is asking for things that we want and not really seeking what he wants. And then we get all confused when these things in our lives don't work out. So the main purpose of me talking to you today is really to encourage you to seek out what God wants and to ask him what his desire is for your life and then try and line up your desires with his so that when you pray and your desires line up with God's, they will be answered. Because the Bible says in James chapter 4, it says that we do not have because we do not ask and that we ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your own passions. And that's James 4 verses the end of verse 2 and the beginning of verse 3. But that's where a lot of us are. And that's something that our kids do a lot too. I'll notice when my kids come and talk to me and they go to ask me a question. Before they get to the question, they try to explain to me what my answer should be and why my answer should be that because this is such a good thing. And then when they ask permission, I'm like, that is, that's not good. No, you can't do that. But they try and word it and make it sound so good. But I just want to encourage you as you pray and as you spend time with God to really take the time and discover his will and his purpose for your life and try and line up your desires to be what God wants. Don't try and line up God to meet your desires. Line up yourself to meet with God. But I know today's not as long. I'm recovering from a really fun, really exhausting trip. I love you. God loves you. And you should love yourself. And also stick around because we're going to do a bonus episode on our word that we have to learn this week. And it's going to be good because I actually have to learn two words because there's a tie between Germany and Spain. So I'm going to have to learn a German word and a Spanish word, but I'm going to learn it from Catalan because I know that's where the listeners are listening from. But I will see you guys next episode. I love you and make sure you listen out for the bonus episodes where me and the kids try to pronounce these words that we are going to definitely pronounce wrong. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening.